The All Black Podcast is powered by our official cloud software partner, SAP, helping our teams in black become the best-run teams in sport. To listen to this episode and all the All Black Podcasts, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Kirofano, welcome to episode 11 of the All Black Podcast, powered by SAP. One day out from the opening day of the Women's World Cup at Eden Park. It's taken a wee while to get to this point, but we're finally here tomorrow. Triple header, concert from global superstar Rita Ora, um, and probably, hopefully, I have no doubt, a world record crowd for a Women's World Cup fixture. How good to talk all things World Cup and women's rugby. Welcome, Black Ferns, Teresa, Nat, and Aish. How are you going, girls? Great. Yeah, Thanks for having us. <laughs> who's going to be, who's had the most media training? Who's done the most of this stuff? Who's going to be the one who dominates scenes in here today? Definitely Nutsy. Fitzy. Oh, Fitzy <laughs> for sure. Fitzy. Yeah, but of the seven stuff you reckon, she's yeah. done a little bit of time in front of the mic. Mm. She's pretty yeah. polished. No, I mm. think it's just because I'm the oldest. Yeah, yeah. I'm the nana in this, in this group. <laughs> 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 Girls, like, you know, it's goes from from famine to feast when you think about for a couple of years yeah it was it was really really hard to play footy COVID for a couple of years no international footy whatsoever and then this year we've had inaugural super rugby competitions for our wahini we've had fpc we've had major pinnacle events for our sevens girls um, at the com games in the world cup we've had you know more test matches this year uh, for the black fans than we've had for last the last four or five years and then finally at the end of that that really long journey the journey begins the World Cup starts tomorrow. Is that a good thing? You know, like you can you can prepare so long, but is it just actually great to finally be there and know that tomorrow, you know, we're into it? Yeah, it's been it has been a long time coming. Um, this year's very packed full of women's rugby, which has been in one way challenging just to you know get get through it all um, and. I guess the cool thing though is that it's just building and building and building and building and now here in New Zealand we get the opportunity to play the the Women's Rugby World Cup here so it's the big dance finishing on a high I think I <laughs> suppose too like um, you know you guys are are high performance athletes and I always hear you know a lot of the players that we chat to you just break it down don't you you break it down into to little goals little milestones throughout the year like rather I suppose than worrying about what's going to happen in September October I suppose you guys have just gone one little step at the time with the domestic competitions. Like, has that what it's been like for you? Let's just try and nail, um, you know, the comp that's in front of you um, each time throughout the year. Yep. Um, with pack four, um, also basically we did focus on each tournament that we had, cool. and then looking now we're already here. Rugby World Cup, it's gone by so fast, and with the coaches that we have too as well, it's been awesome. It's been so cool, hasn't it? And I know we just when we were driving here, like getting ready to come into the studio. You know, there's a bit of, bit of advertising around, bit of marketing, bit of merchandise. Has it been quite cool, girls, to all of a sudden like see your your faces on the TV and maybe like walking down the street there and being asked for a few autographs and yeah. and uh, being a being a, a little bit of a superstar, really? Like, is, have you enjoyed that? Uh, it's been pretty cool. Like, um, it's not my face on the billboard yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, soon will be. <clears throat> but, um, Absolutely. I think we were on the bus and we were. 
uh, driving along and then there's like a big billboard of Alana Bremner and oh, everyone's yes. like, oh my gosh, Lars, <laughs> Lars, you know, like, yeah. like everyone was like super stoked yeah. um, just to have like one of the Blackburns girls like out there for everyone to see. Yeah. Pretty cool. So good. And what is, like we're there, we're here, like, you know, a couple of uh, tomorrow, uh, game on, big dance. What does today look like and what does tomorrow look like for you guys? Like I know your fixture is the last in the, the triple header tomorrow um, at 7.15, but like what do we need to get done today? You've got to get me out of the way, get rid of this fella, and then <laughs> on to the next thing. Like what, is, what does today look like? What does tomorrow look like as you lead up to the, to the first match of the cup? Um, I think we've got a pretty chill morning. Yeah. Um, then we head on over to lunch, have yeah. lunch, uh, gym session, and then captain's run. Happy days. Yeah, happy days. Yep. And I know you guys um, just about trying to help that team starting tomorrow prepare the best they possibly can, making sure it's all nice and tight and tidy. And, and then tomorrow, do we do we treat ourselves to a bit of the uh, global superstar that is Rita Ora? You know, like I, I assume you'll bit the toes will be tapping, what, like, you know, under the chair there? Or, or do you guys only get to turn up sort of right <laughs> before the, the last game kicks off? Are you a fan? You know, like, are you going to be a bit starstruck tomorrow at the concert? I wouldn't be surprised if Ash goes up. Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, <laughs> I might be the one up there on the stage. <laughs> Move over, Rita. Yeah, I don't <laughs> but it's cool, though, because um, even though we may not be playing tomorrow, our job uh, and the team are backbones, and we're going to oh, be I like there. like it, backbone. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so we'll be there encouraging our girls and doing anything um, they need for us to prep for the game. Yeah, so good. So good. And look. You know, this will go out this afternoon, so we've got the tournament starting off tomorrow. I heard we've sold a heap of tickets, but I think there's a few more. Is it like, we can still get tickets, can't we? How much are they? Do you know? And, and if you're not in Auckland or not travelling to Auckland, where are we watching this? Can we let people know? Yeah, so I think there's under two, oh, like maybe 1,500. Wow, mm. so you've got to be in quick to get yeah, the last so spot. Yeah, got to be. I'm pretty sure... Um, What's that, Teresa? Very, very is six hundred tickets gone to your farm now, or like you know? <laughs> maybe, maybe I am from Auckland, so um, a lot of my family and friends are gonna come and support, and hopefully Auckland weather will provide. Yeah, yeah. if it rains, <laughs> it can rain earlier in the <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know you got to dress for all four seasons when mm. you come to the game. Um, it'll be an awesome atmosphere though. So if you don't have a ticket. Get in. Get in. Yeah. And if you can't, if you're not making your way to Auckland and you want to watch it, I think it's on Spark Sport, isn't it? So so make sure you tune in there. Girls, bit of a warm-up before we get into the thick of it. Um, and we ask these questions to everyone who comes into the studio, and, and I want to do the same for you guys. Favourite sports stars growing up and why? Start with you, Nat. <laughs> Pass it on to Fitzy. Nice. Take your time. I like nice. that delegation. Got a little yeah. offload there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My one would probably be... Serena Williams. Oh, how good. Um, I have an older sister, and so we probably, you know, we had a, a little go at tennis. just wasn't, wasn't for <laughs> us, me and my sister. We were like, oh, yeah, Venus and Serena, because <laughs> she's really tall. And I didn't get the height. Um, so she was Venus, and I was Serena. But, uh, yeah, didn't, tennis didn't, didn't work out for us. Yeah, so. yeah. The, uh, more the contact than the, yeah, you've gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the contact yeah. sports or yeah, the, the yeah. speed. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Aish? Um, mine would be Catherine Latu. Oh, nice. The netball, yep, Silk Ferns. Uh, she's just, awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. And the way she portrays herself, knowing that she's different. Um, yep. And yeah, and she speaks on behalf of, I don't know, all Pacific Islanders, and it's cool. She owns it, eh? Like, yeah. she just, she is who she is, and she lets yeah. you know that she's such a good athlete. Yep. Yeah. Now, come on. 
I actually don't think I have it. Oh my god! Well, we can. It's a work on. We can find one. <laughs> yeah, we can like, find one. I was I'm brought right up in a, like a small like country town, so like I just got out and played sport. Never really watched yep. TV or looked up. Mum and the aunties yeah, and your yeah, dad or what? The cousins, the cousins, yeah, the mates down the road. Like yep. yeah, that's it. Happy days. Pick <laughs> yeah. up games. No worries. Yeah, well, I love it. No, it's as good as anything. Who, God, like. Music and sports is such a big thing. I can see it's a massive thing with you guys as well when I look at stuff with this, some of the stuff that comes through the gram and in the team pages. Uh, if you're going on a long bus ride, a long bus ride, who would you let be to a, D, to a DJ? Who's, who's going to serve the bus the best? You can throw them in the deep end, you can oh. throw them in the shallow end, like whatever you want to do, girls. Tanya's been our DJ yeah, on Tanya's the a bus. DJ. Yeah. But if you want a real DJ, I would go for Pango. Yeah. Pango, yeah. yeah. Like she, more than better than just Spotify, she's, she's actually like, got the machine. Deck. Yes. She's been teaching Everything. me a little trick. Some oh, little tricks. Yeah. Natika yeah. might make DJ a guess. DJ Natika. <laughs> yeah. She's got the experience yeah. as well, doesn't she? She, she can cater yeah. for the whole bus. She knows mm. the right music mm. for the right time. I assume. Yeah. You know, she's she's a legend. Okay, cool. One each. If we're having at your flat, girls, and we're having a little dinner party, and we're allowed to invite one person, who is it? <gasps> one each. You have to start this time. It's on you. Ted. <laughs> How good! I'll invite no. Ted for sure. <laughs> How no, good! I'm not allowing that. <laughs> <laughs> because Ted's yours or yes. uh, Teddy Bear. That's Ted's your name. Teddy Bear. Oh. How good, Graham Henry. He'll love that. Yeah, yeah. Another one I call him that. So. Do we call him Big Ted or just Ted? Like everyone calls him Ted. Ted. I call him Teddy Bear. <laughs> so good. I guess you can have him. <laughs> Do you want another one? Are you taking Ted then? No, that's fine. He'll say no anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine would be Mark Wahlberg. He's uh, my favourite actor. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm coming. Yep. Oh. So are they cooking? Are they are <laughs> cooking or are we cooking for them? I don't think you're co- I think you guys are cooking. Yeah, it's your flat. It's your say, dinner I was party. I invite a chef. Um, but yeah. <laughs> That actually has been done before. Genius. Oh, Genius. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for Jennifer Lopez. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, cool. Why? Since I think we've been talking about Rita Ora, so oh, <laughs> someone else who could stop me. What a dinner party. What an eclectic <laughs> mix of people. And what yeah, are we yeah. cooking then? What are we? I know Ted loves his fishing and that sort of stuff. I don't know what Jennifer's into. I don't know her personally. You know, what are we cooking there for that crowd? Mm. Or you could just go to your strengths, you know, like what you guys are confident you'd whip up and would be good Kai. Mm. Like buy takeouts. Take <laughs> <laughs> like you made it. Like, yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it. And if um, if it's the end of the tournament and we're having a little knees up and there's a bit of karaoke, who's going to win that? Who's the best singer in the team, would you say? Not who thinks are the best singer, but who is the best singer? Oh, who's the best singer? He's just looking at us like, you better say my name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say, (laughs) apart from me, who? Apart from Ace. (laughs) Um, I actually think Suntel's got a really good voice, but she just doesn't. She's not as out there as some other girls in our (laughs) team. Yeah, I would say so as well. Picking yeah. up some themes here, Aish. Eh? Picking yeah. up some <laughs> themes, some themes. Girls, I want to go back to the start. Like um, everyone's journey is a little bit different, and in particularly for some of our wahini. Like Nat, how did you get into footy? Like what, what got you started um, putting on the rugby boots and going in and moving some bodies? Um, I actually played like every other sport but rugby in yeah. high school. 
Um, but my sister, she also played the same sports, um, like netball, basketball, but she yeah. wasn't that great. <laughs> Sorry, sister. Um, but yeah, so she made the transition from all those sports to rugby and I watched one of her games one day and I was like, oh my gosh, I think I'd like playing that sport. Like, yeah. I want to give it a go. Yeah. So I... Was she like, go away. Like, I've yeah, changed and did. you stopped following me around. Yeah, she was like... Um, uh, I, I asked her, I was like, can I can I like play rugby with you? Yeah. And she's like, no, this is my sport. And then I asked my mum, my mum was like, no, that's just a sport. And then I asked my dad, and my dad was like, yes, my baby, you can play rugby. And so from then on, I just like continued to play rugby. Yeah. Um, although I had to drop all my other sports. Girls team, high school girls team, or did it start it out with the boys? Like, how did that all, how did that start? Um, I went to Rotorua Girls High, oh, yeah, awesome. and so I played for the first 15 team there. Cool, great and rugby tradition yeah. in that town. Mm, yeah. yeah, and then from then I moved to the under-18s um, Bay Plenty team, and then went all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like... um. Like straight away loved it, you know. Like yeah. was it you're oh, like, hang on, this I is this is me, or or actually like, um, I don't know about this. Yeah. Or? Um. So my sister, like, she's like a like straight up the guts kind yeah. of girl, <laughs> and I was like, okay, so this is must like this must be how you play. You just yeah. run it straight, and then I try to do that, and it was so. so my, I woke up the next day, and my body was so sore. I was like, I don't think I could play rugby, and then I figured that you can step into space. You don't have to run sure. into people. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so step into space, and I woke up the next day feeling okay. Yeah, and, and what a CV you've put together at a young age. Like, I was, I was having a look at it. We're, we're here in, in New Zealand. We're playing a bit for the Chiefs. We're playing for the Bay. We're playing for Waikato. We're over at the Waratahs. Yeah. We're playing number eight. These days, we're into hooker. Like, what a journey. Like, firstly, you know, what took you to the Waratahs? That, that's a question. Like, um, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's the men's or the women's game. It's not something you see a lot of. Like, what was yeah. the connection there to, to take you over the Tasman outside of a nice climate? Um, well, we had just finished our Matatu season, um, the Super Rugby yeah. um, competition here. And I didn't really have a great season because I was in lockdown with uh, yeah, Kendra yeah, Coxedge yeah. and yes. Kendra Reynolds. Yeah. And so by the time I got out, I think I only played one game. So I was like, mm, I trained so hard and I didn't actually get to like play. And so my friend that I had made in Matatu, um, Arabella McKenzie, she plays for Waratah. She went back. I seen her in the airport, actually. Um, and I, uh, I was like, okay, bye. Like, I probably won't see you. Like ever or like maybe later um, and then she called me <laughs> yeah and so I was catching a flight back up to the bay she was catching a flight over to Sydney and um, she called me that um, afternoon she's like hey Nat um, I was wondering if you want to come and play um, a couple games for the Waratahs and I was like yeah when and she's like um, probably like next week and I was <laughs> like okay <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> book me a flight and then yep. so I was there the following week and just get some game time just yeah like, get like some game say, time yeah. yeah train the house down but nowhere to play so I might as well yeah, get out there yeah. and put the skills to work in the whole eight to two thing like was that a decision you made was that someone who encouraged you that maybe this would be a good way to go like was it um a desire to, to make more rep teams as well. You thought if you jumped in there that, that there'd be a, an opportunity there? Like, what drove that? Um, so I actually really do love number eight. But um, <laughs> one of my coaches um, in the Bay, Gib, he said Gibby, to me, yeah, yeah he, he said to me, um, hey, Nat, I think there's, like, an opportunity for you to make the Black Ferns if you play hooker. Yep. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, it's, like, it's a pretty tough position. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think I just had like a really bad, um, season 
And he's like, come on, Nat, like, you just got to do it. And I was like, okay. So I transitioned from eight to two. And, um, yeah, I ended up making the backbends oh, <laughs> as yeah. a hooker. Obviously, uh, it went all right for you. Yeah. Like, was yeah. it um, – like, cause it is a different position. Like, like you say, you like playing number eight. So, um, but perhaps there's an opportunity at two, and you've got to throw a few darts, and there's a lot of pressure when you have to do that sort of stuff. But actually, I'm guessing, obviously, you've got the skills to do that, and and um, the tradition's gone so well. Is it just purely hard work, or you thought I'm just going to have a crack? Like, this could be my opportunity. I'm just going to have a crack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, nowadays, like the hookers aren't like it front row they're pretty much like a fourth loosey. Yeah, 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 totally. You know, especially with our game plan. Yeah. Um, we're playing on top and like everyone's just moving, continuously moving forward. So, yeah. you know. And you're a good old-fashioned burglar like so many of them are. Get on the back of a few driving line outs and, and get a <laughs> oh, few yeah. tries, you know, four tries for the season from three metres for total yeah. distance carried or something like that. Have you got a few of those under the belt? Yeah, well, it's got to get on the field first. <laughs> 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 oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Teresa, I want to ask you a little bit, like, again, um, pretty unique in the sense that oh, it's been a crazy busy year for you, and I'm, you're probably just running from pinnacle event to tournament to the next thing, but, like, I just want to ask you a little bit about that. Like, is that hard? Is it hard going from from 7s to 15s, like, the, you know, in some respects, heaps of similarities, in some respects, massively different? Like, was it, it was a no-brainer for you? You're always going to put your name, your hand up to play 15s for the Black Fawns, or did you have to good think about it? Um, I think since I was since I was little, so I, the first sport I started playing was rugby, yeah. and so I started playing 15s first, and yeah. I guess that's where my my passion came from, and so that's where my goal was was to try and make the black friends, and then sevens came along, and that just happened to be where my journey, my um, sporting journey, led me, and. I think when I found out that the Women's World Cup was yeah. going to be um, hosted by New Zealand, I was like, oh, okay. That's me. I've read, like, this is my like yeah. my dream, to to play at home, to play in front of my family. Um, and yeah, the transition between 7s and 15s is pretty, is pretty difficult physically. Mm. Uh, the game's a lot longer. Um the space on the field's a lot smaller. <laughs> uh, the the physical contact is a lot harder yeah. <laughs> um, uh, because the spaces are smaller. Uh, but I think we have um, so much support around us in terms of like management, S and C. Uh, the girls are amazing. I do think that there are similarities, but they are still two completely different games and. Um, still easing, my body's still easing its way into um, the longer trainings and uh, the different different pace of the game. And so, no, it's exciting. Um, it has been a pretty epic year for women's rugby. And Amazing. so, yeah, it's, I'm just really blessed to be a part of it. So you were, at the start of the year, there was no doubt, you were putting your hand up for 15s. That was always, once you, you, know, you knew the tournament was going to be in New Zealand, it was decision made and you just had to go out there and get picked. Yeah, I think... Um, I really I wanted to put my name in the hat and I knew that um that there are so many talented girls in in this country in New Zealand and so that was my goal and I just I guess did all that I could I controlled all that I could and then at the end of the day it was up to the coaches and um I was lucky enough to get the call out so 
Uh, it's awesome. And the strength of an either team is depth, you know, and I think that's something you guys are really building is you've got a number of really, really good players in a number of positions. And if um, there's an opportunity, you guys will take it. And, and um, I'm sure it pushes the other girls along as well, which you talked about earlier. Aish. I've, uh, I've been doing some research. All right, I've been doing some Uh-oh. research. I've been, uh, <laughs> no. and I've been told that your rugby's worst kept secret. You know, I've been watching you explode onto the scene this year and some of the test matches at home. And just like the point you made there, just how cool to be playing at home in front of friends and family. Like even for some of the pinnacle events for the sevens, it takes you far away. Eh? Like we watch you on the TV, but you're over in Africa. You're over in these wonderful destinations, but. You're not here, you know, in front of your family, so it's pretty cool. But rumour is, vicious rumour circulating that you've been ripping it up down in Wellington for years and, and now we're just starting to, to see what you can do. Is that true? Don't be humble. Get out there. Get out there. Mix it up. But um, when did your rugby journey start? Like, what got you into the game? Um, I started playing, like, similar to Nat back in high school. Yep. Um, I played every other sport but rugby and my auntie and uncle coached the rugby team oh, back cool. at Potiro College. Yeah. Um, and... They were short on numbers for Condor 7s, so they knew I had speed in my background and they just told me, come along, all you need to do is catch the ball and run, (laughs) and I did that, and then I found the love for rugby and I started playing ever since. Uh, My granddad was a bit hesitant. Yeah, um, he didn't want his little boy to get hurt? My granddad, yeah, he was real strict (laughs) on that, so there was a lot of persuading from my uncle. And eventually my granddad gave in, so we're here now. Oh, how good. And like, um, because you've got a little bit of a a sprinting background, so like speed has always been a thing that you've possessed, is it? Like that's always been, you knew that if you could get a bit of space, then you can do a bit of damage. Is that the case? Um, I would say my sprinting started from when we were little. (laughs) Our first job was uh, delivering papers, so we would try and get it done before the sun sets. And uh, my granddad will reward us with ice cream, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, um, I'm sure your speed was top draw. How was your arm? Like, were they going through windows and, and you know, like, did they actually make it to the front door or, or barely, was it all about the, the completion time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. But have you, um, how cool has it been, you know, like being in this environment with all these girls? You know, some of them are, are probably girls you looked up for ages, you know, like even in your position, how cool to be working with like Portia yeah. and Ruby, you know, and like learning from them and, and probably them learning from you and, and all trying to push each other along. Like it doesn't get much better than that, does it? And in terms of um, we're going to learn so much about so many of our female rugby players over the next six weeks, but we know a bit about those girls and they're awesome. Like must be cool for you to rub shoulders with them every day and, and even like you say um, – Get a bit of learnings from uh, Teddy Bear as well, or whatever it's you call Ted. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's been amazing, like, having people like Portia, Ruby, and Pungal, who have uh-huh. so much experience. Um, I've learned so much from them, and people like Portia, I've always wanted to be like her, and yeah. the way she plays. Um, and then having people like Ruby, who who plays with her heart on her sleeves, yeah. um, and who will literally die on the field <laughs> for the team, like it's been awesome. Um, and not even that off the field as well. They're amazing people, and I'm glad that I get to play alongside them and not against them. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Like so excited for the next wee while. But Liz, you know what is the stuff you learn as well, girls? Like it is. You know, okay, it's it's your position stuff. It's how to play footy. It's those little technical things. But even just stuff like um. Who's ever prepared for a six-week rugby tournament before as well? You know, like, and I know you've had, you've got Teddy Bear there to, to help. You've got Smithy, but it seems like they've been pulling on their networks as well. And it seems like you've had some fantastic people come into the environment and share their experiences. And I'll ask you a little bit about that if there's, you know, whether it's the DCs or the Richies or the Conrad Smiths or some of the guys that come in. You know, what do you take from those guys? Because, um, you know, you guys are 
uh, are outstanding in in your positions as it is. But is it is it more about the how to handle the big event and and you know how to how to pace yourself over a, through pool stages into you know hopefully playoffs and finals and all that sort of stuff? Is that where um, you know maybe some of the gold is with some of those whether it's the experienced coaching group or whether it's the um, some of the guys that they've pulled in to talk about their experiences. Is anything stuck out for you guys? Yeah, I think we're pretty lucky to have uh, a, f- a bit of experience on our side in terms of the management and then also a few players too. Um, the Our team as a whole is probably not the most experienced, but we're eager, we're ready to learn, we're really lucky to have people like like DC and like Smithy and like Teddy Bear um, <laughs> yes. come in and and they've been through World Cup compa- oh, campaigns yeah. and a few girls in our team like Kendra, Gossie, Gossie yeah. um, Porsche. And yeah. Porsche. So they've all been able to, to been able to help and I think we just want to most of all just make the most of this experience. You know, it's a once in a lifetime thing to be playing at home and so we talk about there being pressures but it's all privilege pressure like yeah. we got everyone supporting us in our yeah. country and yeah. so we just yeah. have to embrace that and it's it's such an awesome thing how good and does you know does does smithy and and ted and you know sit down sometimes after dinner and have a cup of tea and go back in my day you know i remember <laughs> we used to do it you know like do they get into the storytelling mode or are they all business when when we're in the camp you know like because They've got great yarns, those guys, eh? Like, they've seen so much and, and you know, we see all the, the the media stuff, the polished stuff, but behind the scenes, they're, they're great characters, aren't they? Have you have they done a bit of storytelling, you know? Have they shared a few old war stories? Um, something similar. They'll be like, <laughs> oh, well, you know, back in my days at the All Blacks, like, we used to do this, do that, but um, some of these, like, incorporated club nights oh, awesome. now, yeah. which we have weekly, and it's it's amazing. Um, You're ripping Ori's? Yeah, hard out. <laughs> when we had um, cooking lessons with Daniel Carter and we told him that we have club nights, he was taken back by it and he, he was saying oh that was something that we always spoke about but we never started it oh, so cool. it's cool that Smithy's brought it into the Black Friends yeah, so it's pretty cool, cool. Yeah. yeah, this is our club captain yeah. you're club <coughs> captain of club nights yeah. and what does that mean what does that mean you have to do when you're club captain um, it's a bit scary sometimes but um, we just organise games and we basically run the whole of club night and yep. yeah just a bit of fun yeah, and I suppose that's that's one thing I want to ask you a little bit because it looks like you have a huge amount of fun, and you probably have to, don't you, when you're together. You're together heaps at the moment, aren't you? And obviously, eye on the prize and got to get the job done, but you've got to have those sorts of elements in there, don't you? Like um, to break it up to make sure that it's still a really fun environment. And it's, uh, is there anything else you do, or, or is um, uh, club night? You've nailed club night, so that's doing the job. Smithy gives us naps. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's called balance. Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. train hard, and then we allowed to go shower and have a nap. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that's probably for him as much yeah, as for yeah. you guys. Yeah, so, yeah, totally. Guys, I want to talk to you about this tournament. Um, you know, like you say, there is there is a few uh, players in the team who have been to World Cups before, but but not you guys. And um, I want to talk a little bit about our team. Like we've we've started to see more and more of the team playing here locally. We've seen people lighting it up a little bit. But what do you reckon? Who do you want us to keep an eye on um, in the Black Fern squad over the next few weeks? Is there anyone who's going to Take us by surprise, take us by storm, you think? Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. But, it's, um, you know, it's, um, I suppose I suppose the style is what it needs to be on the day to get the job done, but is it? Um, 
has it just been the benefit of being together for such a long time that you can just do the detail, you can get stuck in, like it's all the stuff, you know, you basically had two years where you weren't able to come together and, and work on your game and, and that's been the benefit of this year, is it? It's just been getting stuck into the detail and, and that sort of stuff. I'm sure you've learnt a huge amount over the last wee while. Yeah, I think um, the the really cool thing about like what Nati was saying before is our game plan is that we all just get to express ourselves and we've all been working really hard this past year or two or three. <laughs> <laughs> and so to finally be able to um, be at the World Cup tournament and just fully express ourselves, have some fun on the field, and that's usually when the best footy comes mm. out. Yeah. yeah, especially with this game plan. Yeah. Honestly, it's like once you break the line, everyone's just for themselves playing on top. Yeah, know. play what's in front like of play, you. Being creative, really. Yeah, I cool. think when you put Asian to space, oh man, yeah. she's gone. Is she going to pass it or is she just going to go? She, she, she doesn't have pass it. It's been my work <laughs> She might so she I might have end. been passing, but yeah. Smithy's been <clears throat> awesome um, in terms of how he wants us to play in the style that he mm. wants us to play. Yep. Um, for example, here's the wingers kicking now. Um, yeah. I never how's used your, to... I know Ruby's done a few chip yeah, and chases, yeah. but like, how's, how's yours yeah. looking? It looks good at training, <laughs> but I could never do it in a game, so yeah. just oh, building that confidence. Yeah. We might see Don't it. We might, might see, see the hookers kick too. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Who knows? And what about guys, you know, there's... We're seeing more and more of you guys, but we don't. We haven't seen heaps of all the teams that are coming here, which I think that's another awesome part of the tournament is get you know all the New Zealand fans to understand you know all these different teams that play as well. Some of the guys that you're going against, um, is there some teams and players that we should be you know making sure that we watch that game and watch out for those guys because you know um, we hear a little bit about the English and the French, but I've also heard a little bit about some there's some great players in the Canadian team and there's some great players in the US team like. What do you reckon, guys? What games should we be trying to keep an eye on outside of... Apart from us. Apart yeah. from you, totally, <laughs> totally. I reckon the Fiji team, this yeah. is their first Rugby World Cup, so yeah. it'll be cool to show them a lot of support. Um, they're already the Rugby World Cup favourites, actually, from um, the opening. Wow. Yeah. Awesome, so, yeah. cool. And I know um, they did that a little bit in the sevens, didn't they, Fiji? They are like, sort of a little bit under the radar, and then when it got to yeah, come to the big yeah. tournaments, you're like... Holy heck, these guys can play, you know, like it was pretty cool, wasn't it? Yeah, they're very oh, they're a very exciting team mm. to watch and I yeah. think um through the super campaign and they got the the chance to play over there in Australia and so um no, they've been working really hard so it'll be awesome to see them. Oh, how good. And there's um tell me a little bit about we've got three pools. Um Tell me a little bit how we get out of our pool. What does that mean? Who do we play? How does it cross over? Like, we obviously, I know you want to go game at a time, and we've got Aussie um, this Saturday, who might be the, the toughest game in your pool. But, like, what happens after all that? Um, can you tell me the, the pathway? Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know that um, there are. Oh, so, we have our, our first three pool games, and then we all have quarterfinals. Um, and because there's three pools of four it'll be a little bit different and so every single game in your pool will count for points and um, for whoever comes second and whoever gets the best third place too Mm. and so every single country will be doing as best as they can for so yeah it'll be a couple of teams that maybe get thrown points differential or something Mm. so you got to make sure that you you try and get as much out of every single game as possible because it sort of could make the difference yeah okay it's a bit different i like that i like that (laughs) um guys 
anything else we need to keep? Is there anything in particular looking you're looking forward to? Is it is it about playing in front of family? Is it about you know, um, you know how you're handling? Like you know, there's going to be you know, hopefully forty thousand people at the at the footy tomorrow. You know all your friends and family. Um, one thing I see with you guys, are it just seems like everything's about having fun, enjoying yourself, and expressing expressing yourself. Is is that a Smithy thing? You know, like really pushing and driving that, or actually that's just you girls. It's just like a black friend. Uh, <laughs> it is like, like a, a black, black friend. Let's <laughs> 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 go. Cool. Yeah, but is it is it as fun as it looks? Because um, you guys, uh, you know, and I don't want to disrespect for the lads, but they often come in here and they're, they're pretty polished and they they're down the line, you know, and you try and get a few <laughs> extra bits and pieces out of them around around anything really, but they. But they always play it pretty straight. But you guys always look like you're always having a laugh, having a huge amount of fun, having banter with each other. Like, is is that the gold a little bit? Is that the glue of of being like a black fern? You know. Yeah, I think um, the black fern's legacy has always been um, to be ourselves, uh, to yeah. yeah, to be authentic, to be role models for uh, young women in New Zealand, and so by being our true selves like on the world stage now it just I guess tries to inspire them that they can be themselves too they don't have to try and be something yeah 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 just be yourself yeah Yeah, how good and the last thing I wanted to point I just want to ask because I know um, it's something they've always done in the men's side and I want to know if they're doing it in the girls side is um really digging a little bit into the history, you know, like the Laurie O'Reilly's and the Annie Richards and the, the first tournaments, the, the five tournaments that have been overseas and never been here. Like, have you done a little bit of uh, work around, you know, the girls who have worn the black jersey before you and all that sort of stuff? Because I've found that massively interesting. There's been little names that I've known and little moments that I've known, but I haven't really known the, you know, some of the, the characters and the detail and talking to the, the Mel Robinsons and the Anna Richards and that, they've been reminiscing a little bit I think about years gone by have you guys looked at that stuff a little bit and in, in the team yeah well we have many teams and they're all named after uh, black friends legends and well, what's what are they oh well Fifi. we're Fifi so we're, we're um <laughs> yeah, oh we're, we're all in the same yeah. team oh, actually <clears throat> the best one um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're um oh, yeah. who has just finished um playing and then who are the other ones? Color Coats. Um, yeah, Color Coats. Oh, uh, yep. Is that Coates. Vanessa Coates? Vanessa yeah. Coates. Yeah, she was a legend, wasn't she? Yeah. Palmer's she... Angels. Yeah, Farrah Palmer. <laughs> Farrah Palmer's Angels, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and we, as part of the club nights, we usually get someone, or oh, one of the past black friends to come in and speak to us because um, we know how important it is and how we wouldn't be here in the position we are without them. They paved the way for us, and so... We're now the caretakers of the jersey and hopefully can look after it for the next people coming through. That's so good. That seems to be a theme that like, it's something Mel talked about on the podcast. It's something that Anna Richards talked about that actually a big driver for them in the jersey was inspiring other girls to get involved and play rugby. And it sounds like that's something that still goes exactly through the team values, which is awesome. Girls, I don't want to hold you up. You've got, um, you're busy, all right? You've got, <laughs> got lunch. You, you've, got, <laughs> you've got lunch. You've got to go have your sleep. Um, and, you know, so I don't want to hold those things up. But no, I understand it's been all go. And it's so exciting that tomorrow, um, you know, you get to to start the, the big tournament. I wish you all the success. I hope the place is packed. I'm pretty sure it will be packed. It looks like the fickle Auckland weather is going to look after us. Yes. Um, and it's a goddamn festival. You know, like there is three games of footy. 
There's an amazing concert on, and I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic start to the tournament. And I hope you guys and girls and everyone go really, really well and make it through to the playoffs. Good luck. Thank Thank you. you. The All Blacks podcast is powered by our official cloud software partner, SAP. Helping our teams in black be the best run in sports. Hosted by Rob Dunn in the Hargrave Street Studio. Produced by Carl Thompson from Blue and Ginge, the podcast producers. Video editing by Mac Leesberg, graphics by Western Design, content advising from Andy Burt, and commercial manager for the podcast is Valeska Hoth. Follow the All Blacks podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts.